state of mankind. How much do you know? Excerpts from How the Specter of Communism is Ruling Our World 153. In March 2018, in an article titled How the West Got China Wrong, The Economist reflected on the policy that Western countries have adopted toward China, their gamble that China would head toward democracy and the market economy. It conceded that the West's gamble has failed, that China under the CCP isn't a market economy and on its present course, never will be one. On the contrary, the CCP treats business and trade as extensions of state power and controls them as such. It uses its monopoly on power to shape the global economy, uses money to manipulate trading partners, and punishes individuals and groups it does not agree with. Ambitious and eager to assert its global hegemony, the CCP poses a serious threat to the world. Sadly, to this day, many countries, governments, and political figures still wish to befriend the CCP, oblivious of the danger. The relationship is illustrated by a Chinese saying, raising the tiger cub to endanger oneself in future. Without the aid of the developed Western countries and the support of so many multinational corporations, high-tech giants, and large financial institutions, the CCP could not have developed from a weak economy with a regime on the verge of collapse to an indomitable axis of evil over the short span of just a few decades. It has extended its influence and is now brazenly challenging the United States in regions and domains across the world. Michael Pillsbury, a national security expert, has argued that the West all along has held unrealistic expectations of the CCP, such as believing that it would inevitably become more democratic, that it longed for an American-style capitalist society, that it would inevitably integrate into the international social order, that U.S.-China exchanges would bring about full cooperation, or that the hawkish elements in the CCP were weak, and so forth. Pillsbury strongly urged the U.S. government to quickly face the reality of the situation and adopt countermeasures against the CCP, or else the CCP would win. Steve Bannon also warned, the Chinese leadership had no intention ever of joining the rule-based international post-war liberal order. They had their own plan, and they executed that plan very rigorously. This plan is for the CCP to use state power to control the key global industries, boldly engage in geopolitical expansion and achieve global hegemony in technology and finance while totally disregarding the prevailing global rules of conduct. Why did the West get China wrong? The West got China wrong for many reasons, the communist specter's complex arrangements mentioned earlier, the duplicity and chameleon-like nature of the CCP, and the difficulty-free societies have in differentiating China from the CCP. In addition, the West got China wrong because of pursuing short-term gain, whether by individuals, companies, or entire nations. This provided yet another opportunity for the CCP to exploit. The morally corrupt CCP targets gaps in the morality of people in free societies, people whose pursuit of paltry short-term profit allows the CCP to infiltrate and corrupt the very foundations of these societies. If we examine in detail the policies adopted by the United States regarding the CCP, to a large extent, policies are based on considerations of short-term gain instead of the most fundamental long-term interests of America, such as the spirit on which the country was founded. Mankind's glory and authority come from God and are determined by man's moral level. The prosperity and strength bestowed on an ethnic group and nation also depend on their level of morality. Using ordinary means, man is simply incapable of negating the arrangements made by the specter. Following this logic, where the West has gone wrong becomes clear, whatever the human methods applied. Ultimately they cannot succeed in rescuing people from the clutches of evil. 
Many governments, large companies, and businessmen may, for a period of time, ostensibly obtain benefits from the CCP for the sacrifice of their moral principles. But in the end, they lose more than they gain. Such ill-gained, superficial benefits are all poisonous. Only by not coveting immediate interests will one have a bright future. The CCP is not a political party or regime in the normal sense. It does not represent the Chinese people. It represents the communist specter. To associate with the CCP is to associate with the devil. To be friendly with the CCP is to appease the devil, aid it, and play a role in pushing humanity toward destruction. Conversely, to push back against the CCP is to engage in the battle between good and evil. This is not a simple matter of countries fighting over national interests. It is a battle for the future of humanity. What is the way out? Today, China and the world are at a crossroads. For the Chinese people, the Chinese Communist Party, which owes countless debts of blood, cannot be expected to make any real reforms. China will be better off only when free of the Communist Party. By eliminating the Communist Party, which is like a malignant tumor, China will thrive. For people around the world, China is known as the land of an ancient civilization characterized by courtesy and righteousness. Free of the Communist Party, China will once again be a normal member of the civilized world, a nation whose human and natural resources, diverse ancient traditions, and cultural heritage will be part of the wealth of humanity. Moving forward during times of great difficulties, more and more Chinese people are coming to realize the evil nature of CCP. With the publication of the Nine Commentaries on the Communist Party in November 2014, a growing number of people began to regain their moral courage and made the decision to separate themselves from the communist specter. More than 300 million Chinese have renounced the CCP and its affiliated organizations. If the free world can support the trend of renouncing the CCP and sever all ties with the specter, the CCP will not be able to continue to act as it does globally. The seemingly indomitable Soviet Union dissolved overnight. Though the CCP is bearing its fangs globally, its dissolution could occur just as rapidly once the world recognizes its evil nature and makes the righteous choice. The rise of the CCP results mostly from moral corruption and from people's eyes being blinded by the pursuit of vested interests. To escape this fate, we need to summon up our moral courage, revive traditional values, and have a firm belief in the divine. To defeat a specter like the CCP, it is never enough to simply depend on human power. An evil specter has greater power than man, and this is the underlying cause of the CCP's continuous expansion. However, a specter can never rival the divine. As long as humans can stand by the divine and abide by divine will, humans will be blessed and endowed with great power. The CCP is the enemy of all of mankind. To resist the CCP's ambitions is in effect to save human civilization and the future. The CCP is fated for elimination, thus rejecting the CCP means avoiding the fate of being eliminated together with it, and it means helping to save mankind itself. From Chapter 18. The Chinese Communist Party's Global Ambitions.